is the Homestead Education Podcast, where we talk all things homesteading and we want to share our passion and experience for this lifestyle with you. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed by survey participants are the participants' own and do not represent the views, thoughts, and opinions of the hosts. Their appearance on this program does not imply an endorsement nor an opposition. The material information presented here is for general information and discussion purposes only. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Homes Education. This is Mandy with Angela. Hey, Angela. Hello, hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing well. Um, <laughs> so this episode is going to be good. Um, for a lack of better explanation, I think it's going to be kind of spicy is kind of what we say. Um, but I want to, I, I guess, give some some backstory and even say, you know, what we're going to talk about. So Angela read a little disclaimer, which is, is different than what we've said in any other um, podcast episode. I um, put up on social media, we, we both, um, you know, like to be pretty engaging on social media, um, our platforms. And I pay attention a lot to, um, it's no secret that there is uh, a movement or kind of like a draw over these past few years. And we've talked about it before to the quote unquote homesteading lifestyle, you know, or the self-sufficient grow your own food kind of, you know, reconnect with the land or nature or whatever it is. However, you kind of want to phrase it. There's no secret, you know, it's not a secret that there are more people in my opinion. I think you probably agree than there has been uh, in, in my generation, at least, um, that are that are being drawn to this lifestyle um, for personal reasons to the the individual person or family. So I pay attention a lot on social media, and I have noticed um, it's been over a, a significant period of time that um, some. Uh, I'm going to tread lightly. Some of the information or just like some things in general, if you remove yourself from being immersed in the lifestyle, so we are immersed in the homesteading lifestyle. Um, but if you kind of like take yourself out of that category or box, um, a lot of the information that's being portrayed, it probably seems incredibly unattainable to a lot of people that want to actually dive into the lifestyle. So um, I put up a question box on Instagram, I don't know, a week two, a week or two ago. And I asked, um, what does the word or phrase, I am a homesteader, mean to you? And then I had some some verbiage below, do you feel like you fit the mold? And then I said, why, why is there even a mold? Like... <laughs> Who who made who made it? Who even came up with the term? Who who came up with the describing words? Um, does saying I am a homesteader or does being a homesteader make you proud? Um, how does the term homesteading fit your lifestyle? And oh my gosh, the responses were just like completely all. I want to say completely all over the board, um, but some of them were very very extreme. Um, 
and uh, sad, uh, in my opinion. So anyway, we wanted to, it's hard to kind of go into all that information on social media and then it doesn't necessarily have like a, a permanent spot. And I felt, we felt this needed to be somewhere permanently just to open the discussion. And, and, um, so this is not necessarily going to be an informational. Well, I mean, it's not a, uh, an educational, if you will, podcast. I think it's very informational, but Angela hasn't read any of these responses that I received, um, on Instagram. And to be quite honest, I have not read them all either. There were hundreds. So, um, I'm going to start with saying what homesteading means to me or us here on our little homestead in Missouri. And then Angela is going to follow. And then I'm just going to kind of go through and read some of these responses. And as we do, uh, I will share some of the very extreme ones that I think a lot of people, sadly or unfortunately or whatever, um, honestly think mean uh, being a homesteader means. And then there were there were several that were just incredible and very um, articulate, and um, I I very much resonated with a lot of them, and I very much did not with a lot of them. So for me, Mandy, I would assume Casey would agree. For us here, homesteading means just living symbiotically with our land that we occupy and take care of with the animals and how that all is intertwined. That's basically what it means to us. And there's not much, there's not much deeper. I mean, it, to me, it is a much deeper meaning than that, but it's just trying to live all together, work together and um, have a good relationship with, our land, our animals, our, our land and animals have a good relationship and they work together and that positively impacts our family. What about you? Hi. Hi, I know. It's like, <laughs> I need some water. <laughs> um, mine, my definition of homesteading is just living simply and reconnecting with nature. That's all. It's perfect. It, is, it fits, it fits a, a myriad, I think, of of like interpretations. I don't think there's one mold, you know, to kind of answer your question earlier. I'm excited that we're talking about this. Yeah. It's going to be good. <laughs> so, I mean, again, um, <clears throat> I was even like drawn to wanting to talk about this because at the core of everything, the goal of our social media platforms, the goal of like our I mean, like in general, it, I, my life, it's not my only goal in life, but in this podcast and things like that are to encourage people to share our experiences, our lived experiences, how we have done things, how, you know, we've failed and succeeded and um, just to share our homesteading experience. And that is hopefully something that appeals to all walks of life, whatever um, stage you're in or whatever, you know, whatever you have or you don't have and how much, you know, land you have and don't have and, and so many things. So I think I was just drawn to just getting back to the core of hopefully sharing with people that 
you just, you're doing a good job at the end. But well, I think real quick before we dive in, in episode one of season one, I think we we talked about what is homesteading and sort of we really dove deep into that and what it can and it can't look like for different people. Um, but we haven't talked about perception of homesteading, and that's that's what this conversation is: is how are people perceiving this? I think that that could be maybe our title for the episode, and I think it is something worth taking note about. I mean, Mandy, let's be honest. You and I don't give a shit about what other people think, yeah. right? We do. We, That's we correct. both, uh, we're both, what's that saying? We go to the beat of our own drum, which I yeah. think I don't like that Definitely. saying, but we, um, we don't really, uh, we don't care about how people perceive the, the way that we live, but it is interesting nonetheless to understand the perceptions that are out there because I've experienced some people who sort of typecast or stereotype me you know they put me in this homesteading box they've called me a barbarian and that sort of thing they don't know that I don't process animals so I think this is I don't get offended by that at all it's not something where I'm 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 looking to defend my lifestyle for sure it is super interesting though just to I don't know, see what people on the outside think. Yeah. I mean, I think this would be just like a wild ride if we went <laughs> somewhere, if we went somewhere like, um, I don't know, anywhere, honestly, any major city. And we only live like 25 miles away from Kansas city. So it's a major, major city. We go there often and um, have so many friends that live in the city. And this is absolutely nothing bad about that, but it would be, a wild ride to go somewhere where people are not immersed in, you know, country living, quote unquote, or um, raising animals or growing food or anything of the sort um, and asking them, what do you think a homesteader does? Or what do you, better yet, what do you think a homesteader looks like? You um, and Casey need to book a flight and we'll go do that on the streets of New York. That's what I would, that's what I was going to, I mean, like, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it would be hilarious. Yeah, it would be extremely eye-opening. Totally. So, I think. Okay. So you um, put up this question box. Yeah. So I put the and box. you said, "What does homesteading mean to you? What is a homesteader?" Right. Um, I'm just gonna kind of go through some of these. We're, not, we're definitely not gonna run through them all, but I want to kind of talk about some of the ones that you know. Some of them are probably going to be relatively offensive, if I'm honest, to some people listening. Or maybe you. I don't know. Maybe me. Um, okay. It's just, this is what, I mean, it's eye-opening. That's all there is. Um, this person said, the term homesteading lately seems to tie into very strong religious beliefs with no sense of inclusiveness. Okay. <clears throat> I mean, um, I mean, part of me does not disagree with that. Definitely the inclusiveness. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that also we've talked about this more than once on this podcast, at least, and we talk about it in our daily life. Me and Angela and I talk every day. Um, I think that, um, 
for this particular answer, uh, some people might see home thinning as like an all or nothing. And if they don't do it all, then they can't call themselves a homesteader, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, how I read that is uh, that's kind of how. That's- Super interesting. Someone left that on your slide, though, because you and Casey are nothing but inclusive. Yeah, I mean, I definitely don't find it to be like targeting or, you know, like towards yeah. us. But um, it's just interesting. I don't okay. necessarily think the person is wrong. Um, and then, kind of on that same topic, somebody else said that homesteading uh, for them or what they perceive is uh, grouped into two types of people. Either you value DIY food and DIY living or you're pompous about quote unquote slow living. But I, I mean, I, I have my thoughts, but I want you, I'm watching you ponder. <laughs> I think that, that that's not two groups. That's like, <clears throat> I think that either the word pompous isn't being used correctly or that's not really two groups because I was thinking, okay, yeah, I fit into the first one, DIY, all about food. Um, I wonder if maybe the other the other term is supposed to be the glamour farming piece that we talk about, if that would be a better descriptor, because you can belong to the DIY and be passionate about where your food comes from and be pompous. My understanding of the definition of the word pompous is, is to be like full of yourself and big headed. And so I think I'm that's not, what I mean. I'm not, yeah. So I'm not. I'm not sure that I follow how you're either into food and DIY or you're full of yourself. <laughs> I, I think how I perceive this is what you say. And I also agree with that definition of pompous, but I think it goes back to the perceived, um, how people perceive or the perception of, I can't be a homesteader if I don't do it all. I think that's potentially how I perceive this, meaning, well, I do do it all. So I'm the best homesteader. You know, um, we, uh, I don't know. It's also, and again, we love you all, everybody. So like, don't be offended because these are not our answers. And also, even if we agree, it's, it's just good conversation. I think it's also really ties deeply for me to the, this was kind of like a, another social media thing where I put up something that also said like, you can be a homesteader if you don't homeschool your children, you can be a homeschool or a homeschool. You can be a homesteader, even if you don't raise meat or eat meat, Angela. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that all is kind of tied into, and maybe it's just, and maybe it just needs to be narrowed back down to there's no mold. And you just call it what it is and you just do what you want to do. The end. Like that's really maybe what this all should be about. And then, yeah, so I don't know. I'm going to move on. But mm-hmm. there were a lot of um, very good answers. What does homesteading mean to you or how do you, you know, do you fit the mold or what is, what is the hearing it? Um, homesteading means a life. Um, living a life centered around the home and being more connected to our food, our relationships, our animals, ourselves, our thoughts and our actions and being more intentional. That's great. 
I, I love that like, definition. That is, yes, that that is very good. I think a lot of people can resonate with that. A lot of people said things like growing your own food and raising animals. Also, I definitely agree with those types of things. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we said a few nice things, and now I'm going to say some stuff. That- <laughs> That's what we're here for. That's why we're doing um, this. There were a lot, and I mean a lot. Um, we said the disclaimer at the beginning of this podcast. I'm also going to say right now that this has absolutely nothing. None of these things have anything to do with any of our political beliefs, or this is not a, a, a I'm not talking politics. So <laughs> there were a lot of people that chimed in. And, um, I also said, please chime in, even if you're not a homestead. So I have no idea if these people homestead themselves or do not. Um, a lot of people said, um, homesteading has the, these, this is in quotes, uh, right wing hate the government fear tactic. Um, this other person said that homesteading, um, how they perceive it is, uh, you are Christian, conservative, white, anti-vax, um, cis cis meaning the gender you mm-hmm. are born with, right? That you, um, so mm-hmm. we wouldn't certainly fit in because we're clear, right? So that was, um, that was somebody else's. And there were a lot about that. Um, uh, a lot of like negative thoughts surrounding homesteading. And I got a lot of um, uh, private messages from people who, uh, how I, I perceived that they were also homesteaders or called themselves home, you know, they homestead. Um, that said that like they had no idea people, some people thought that there were any negative, anything thoughts or feelings surrounding the term homesteading. Um, Read some more. Keep going. Gosh. Okay. Um, some, some bad ones (laughs) or any, any, um, any that jump out at you. Somebody else said that homesteading, uh, how they perceive it is that you have to reject society. You reject modern medicine. Um, somebody else said, this is great, that, um, that you just are trying to be um, self-sufficient and have um, goals and friends that share the same mindset, that you learn new talents and skills, not, not just from yourself, but other people in the community. I also, which I, I definitely ag- agree with. Um, mm-hmm. Using your home and environment to support a healthy life. It's nice. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's kind of just like making your home a home, but your home is different than my home, and it's the mm-hmm. same with everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, this person said that. Um, it's not a negative word in their opinion. It just, they, they're not a homesteader. The only thing they, they really think about is owning um, land and working with animals. So I think that's good. Um, living off the land, living intentionally closer to nature, kind of how, yes. you know, how you feel, which is good. Um, Simple, neutral, working at home, meeting the needs of my family and my community, and means being intentional. 
this person said that they don't feel like they can call themselves a homesteader because their husband works in conventional agriculture. There were also some comments about not feeling like people could call themselves a homesteader because they had a lot of land. Um, Okay, so they see it more as like a commercial farm as opposed to like self. Yeah, or like homesteading, see uh, their perception is, or how I take it is that homesteaders, or if you're homesteading, you don't have a lot of land that you, but. Mm -hmm. And I, I okay. think that's a, a decent, you know, topic because I think a lot of people that do homestead are very prideful of the fact that you can do a lot with a little land, right? Totally, totally. Animals, totally. So much food and things like that. So I think that has definitely been a push um, in homesteading society or whatever you want to call it. Um, um I'm... This person said um, that they there were also several um, comments about not wanting to use the word homesteader because they were fearful of what people would think. Not really going into any, um, uh, they didn't really divulge any more information, but this person said we don't use the word because it feels too loaded, that they can't um, accomplish what they think it means. So I wonder what they feel then, right? Like, do they call themselves a gardener? Do they call themselves a hobby farmer? You know? I don't know. Um, This other person, this this comment was, uh, homesteading feels cookie cutter-ish and it's not loving or welcoming. I wish they would have elaborated more on that. I mean, I don't pretend to ever try and, you know, understand what anybody else feels about certain situations. I certainly will try and put myself in somebody else's shoes because I would love people to do that for me, right? Mm-hmm. But, um, or, or anybody. Um, but I don't know that I totally disagree with the fact that some people might not feel welcomed. I think it goes back for me to just being like, um, if like just like watching or you know learning or reading things online or social media, and this also really <laughs> might tie into what we just talked about recently about functional versus family farming. And people see things and they're like, "Well, that is not attainable. I cannot do that." So there, I certainly can't call myself a homesteader, or I have no idea how to bake bread, or my tomatoes suck last year or I don't raise animals or I don't drink raw milk or you know it there are so many different you know I my kids go to school I'm vaccinated you know like so so many things that I think that some you know it's like one thing is such a deterrent to folks um and that just that piece just makes me sad because this goes back to what I said in the very beginning when I said on social media, who in the hell wrote the mold? Who, 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 who did it? Like, I know, I just sounded like an owl. But sometimes I stutter when I get really worked up, okay? and No, but Mandy, I have a, 
I have an opinion, and it might be an unpopular opinion, but we speak candidly. We've always said that this is a safe space. Mm-hmm. I really, and yes, you put up the question box to pro- prompt this whole conversation. You wanted to know. <sighs> Let me preface this with, I get that I am sort of this type a, I don't want to say type A. I'm sort of this alpha go-getter, right? And I don't really care what other people think. And so I get that not everyone is that way. Why do, why do, pe- why do people spend so much time thinking about it? If you want to make bread, just make some fucking bread. You know? I know. I know. Like, why do you feel like I would really like to have a garden and grow um, my own apple tree and have some chickens. Oh, but man, but that word homesteading, I don't want to be associated with that. Or like, well, then, people well, then don't. I did that. Like, yeah, like, why are we spending so much time thinking about it? And like I said, I get that you put the question box up there. And I, I'm not trying to be insensitive. I just really struggle sometimes with the, and it's not just with the label of homesteading. It comes to a lot of things. I think I think people are just way too in their heads. Sure. I totally agree with you. My rebuttal or follow-up question to that is why? And I and not why are you in your head? Um maybe the better question is um why are we Now this like kind of puts like the it's not blame. Um it kind of like turns the question back around I'll I'll take it on myself why are people in their head is it something that we're doing is it something that I'm doing is it something that like influencers that are really like pushing this lifestyle and sharing about it is it something that we are doing it does it seem is it making it totally seem unattainable um I mean can I give you my my honest opinion it's and again this is my opinion this reflects me so if you're gonna send hate mail you can send it to me not Mandy My opinion is people are too in their head because they don't have enough to do. And I'm not saying that as a belittling statement. I'm saying it as people, our society has been um, shaped around a model of convenience. Save time. Be more convenient. Well, then all these people are saving their time and we end up with an abundance of time. And that is not good for the mind. There's a saying that says, when you are with others, mind your mouth. When you're with yourself, mind your thoughts. Mm-hmm. People just have these inner um, conversations, if you will. And it's it's just, it can, I think too much time is toxic. And I don't think, that is one of the reasons why I homestead. It brought me out of depression. I was too in my head. Um, people need stuff to do. We've spent as a society so much time saving time. We have an abundance of it. And all you're doing is sitting around thinking about stuff and and festering and comparing and sitting on social media and too much time on social media is not good. It does a lot of good things, but I think we could all agree too much time on social media is not good. And it just creates a toxic situation. I think we can just sign off now. (laughs) um but no you're right I don't I don't disagree um with any of that 
um, it just, it's just like creating thought and, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I, this other person said that it, it's just a purposeful life and it can mean something different for everyone. And that is 100% totally true. Um, mm -hmm. I think it's also noteworthy and we've talked about it before that you don't have to have a lot of land. You don't have to raise animals. You don't have to do all of the above. You can live in New York in an apartment and, you know, have a little balcony garden or, you know, go to your local farmer's market and force things and, you know, whatever, it, what, whatever that means to you. And you, you know, you create an intentional, you know, welcoming home or, or whatever. Um, and you can clear some of a home center. Um, there's not a definition is the thing. Like if you Google it, no. it's like all over the board and none of it makes any type of sense. And a lot of it doesn't even fit with how I feel. So don't Google it. <laughs> yeah. Don't bother to Google it. What were you? I don't say? know. I I was I was just gonna say we live in a in a in a day and age where people really like to talk about things. They like to talk about things a lot, and that's fine. I just think that what we end up doing is creating boxes for things that don't have boxes and shouldn't have boxes. Mm -hmm. I mean, we do that for so many things. We put people in boxes. We put, you know, yep, experiences yeah. in boxes. And um, we, you know, like you said earlier, we spend so much time comparing <coughs> with somebody else or your neighbor or the person across the country. And you might know 1% about their actual life, right? And you spend so much mm -hmm. time comparing yourself with them that it just becomes it's just like a, a mind game, right? Uh, and I think that, but this this could go for anything. This could go for any profession, any hobby, anything like that. This is not this is not directly linked or isolated to. Mm -hmm. And I think too, if you're one of the people that's listening and maybe has or did answer with a negative connotation of homesteading, I guess I, you know, everyone's entitled to your, their opinion and it certainly doesn't shape or change the way that I view it. We can agree to disagree. There's no cancel culture here. That's fine. But I guess I would just ask like, how did you come to formulate that opinion? And is that a fair opinion? You know, if you have come across homesteaders that you might follow on social media or whatever, Wherever you get your information and you think they're all pompous, well, did you try following some unpompous ones? You know? Um, so I just, I wish there was more information on some of these. I wish I could get some context because it's hard when it's just, I don't know, how many characters do people get when they get to fill out one of these question boxes? It's something super Not, small, like 75. It's like two, two like shorter sentences. So, you know. It's not, it's not very much. I mean, there were some long messages sent and things like that, but, um, yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely not enough. I mean, I would love to sit down with a lot of these people and actually like, um, just like have a conversation, you know, to me, I don't know. It, uh, I agree with you. Like, how did you come, if they are negative, 
because I'm super proud to be a homesteader. I love it. I mean, like I, oh I'm yeah, proud of what we've created. I said it last night. Like I don't even know what we were talking about, Casey and I. But I was like, I, I just, I do. I honestly, I feel proud. Like it, it's. Uh, to have created a life that I love so much and I love sharing with people and I feel like so dedicated to the work and, you know, most everything that we do and plan here makes me just so excited and, you know, I, I could go It's on your passion. That. Yeah, I feel very, very proud about it for multitude of reasons. With that, I don't, I don't, um, while I don't, agree with a lot of the negative things that I don't disagree that makes sense and I would love to be able to talk to some people that have had some of these terribly negative um uh experiences or thoughts and I go back to like is somebody making you feel that way or are you just not like branching out enough or whatever because certainly my you know, heart would never want anybody to feel, you know, excluded or something like that. Trust me. But, you know, like we uh, personally, like in personal life, felt, felt excluded in many types of situations and it's not very fun. So I would hate for somebody to feel that way. But I would also like, yeah, like I keep saying, love to understand a little bit more about, you know, why you don't feel like you fit the mold because you do. Because there's no mold. Have you ever. Um, I can share a couple examples as well. I was wondering if you might have any examples off the top of your head. Have you ever experienced backlash personally for being a homesteader? No. I mean, never. Well, I don't know. I mean, like in my personal life or like social media life in like my real life or either, media? either, either. Um, well, I guess I kind of take back my answer. I don't think that I or we have ever necessarily, um, outwardly experienced any backlash, but I have found myself in certain situations, um, you know, when you strike up a conversation with like a stranger or, you know, somebody that you barely know or something like that. I have found myself like dancing around my words and trying to describe like what we do here um, in fear of the person or party not um, understanding and thinking negatively. So I don't know if it's necessarily been outward, um, but it's definitely been, I, I think about it in certain situations. Um, okay. I don't know. Have you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I was, oh, yeah. Okay. So I was just looking something up that I could reference momentarily. Um, yeah. So I'll just say a couple of them very briefly. Um, again, trigger warnings here. Um, one of them, I did a podcast interview on a very popular show and they were interviewing me as, as a homesteader, as a guest talking about my lifestyle. And they said, um, um, homesteaders or barbarians we just figured when we saw your instagram account that you were going to butcher your animals and i explained that no i'm plant-based and um that's just not something that i can do and so they were like oh okay you know they kind of talked about how they this woman knew a friend that ha had a uh 
a friend who was a homesteader and who was a barbarian for like tanning hides and stuff. And I just thought that that was really interesting. And I guess I can see it from both ends, right? Like if you're on the outside of that and you have completely removed yourself from any animal processing, any animal raising, um, then yeah, I guess if you're removed, you might look at that as barbaric, but on the other side, like, what do you think you're eating when you bite into your chicken sandwich? You know? Um, so I thought that was a little interesting. Another one I got was when I posted something about how I try to work with nature and everything that I do is sustainable as possible. And, um, by giving back to the soil, it gives back to me. And somebody said, no earth cares about you. You're not native American. You're white. And that was upsetting to me. Um, another one was, I'm so sick of following homesteaders on Instagram. They think they know everything. Hmm. Yeah. So um, I have multiple thoughts around that. The first thing that you said about, you know, the animal piece. Um Yeah, I think that you're uh, you're right. If people are so disconnected from where their food comes from, then yeah, you could look at some of the things that people are sharing if you happen to stumble across it online and think that it is barbaric. But like Angela said, uh, I challenge you to try and actually recognize if you're where your food is coming from, if you are eating meat and or not. Even if you're if you're going to the grocery store and buying your apples, it, they don't just like magically appear there. Um, and yeah, uh, so I think that that is just, um, back to like the fast culture, quick society type thinking and, um, people just, um, like knowing it's, it's going to be there, but not actually knowing like how it got there. And so I challenge you to. If you don't raise your own food or grow your own food or whatever it is to reach out to somebody who does and strike up a conversation because I guarantee nine times out of 10 or 9.9 times out of 10 person that is raising the animal or growing the food would love to share with you the process. Um, so that's how I feel about that. Um, we, uh, when I put up the question, don't, about, don't even touch the, don't touch the next one. I'm touching it because there were people who also that was their opinion. Um, homesteading, uh, I'm going to read this. Uh, homesteading reminds me of the Homestead Act and the ways that the United States stole and mistreated the indigenous people. Okay. Um, and then somebody said, screw the molds in the titles. I'm going to follow it up with that because. Uh, yeah, I mean, some of this was very heavy to read. Um, and honestly, like I said, it's very sad. And now I don't even know what you said for the third piece. But, oh, that homesteaders are know everything. thing that mm -hmm. goes back to some things that, you know, people are watching or following. Um, it might make it seem like they do it all. I mean, I've definitely been asked, you know, on social media, like, how do you do it all? Well, we don't. And you want to know what else? We watch TV at night. And I mean, we don't have cable, but we will watch TV at night and sit on our butts. 
And some days I don't do a damn thing outside. Um, and you know, it's, sometimes we get takeout pizza and it's, it's not what it seems to some people. It's not like an all or nothing lifestyle. Um, I think I just wish people weren't so judgy. I agree. But that goes like for everybody in life. Everything. Yeah. Um, I just think that, you know, uh, for me and us, you know, sharing our homestead driven life is just trying to just share all of like the cool things that I've learned. Uh, right. Because I did not grow up this way. Even if I did, somebody had to teach me or I had to learn myself. Um, it's not something like uh, you don't go necessarily to school to learn all of these different tricks and trades, right? Um, right. And so I think that that is a lot of the, the the social media piece or aspect, at least. I think that a lot of people see all these things online and they're like, oh, well, this person's acting like they know everything. No, actually, like, what if you thought this person is so cool because they learned how to do this and they're sharing it with me so that I can learn how to do it too? It's all just kind of like how our mind perceives these things. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I, like you said at the beginning, I just, I, I want people to, I would hate it if somebody really thought that about me. That would make me feel so terrible and it's not true. You know, like all the negative things that we've said now, most, a lot of this stuff was very positive. Um, I don't know. My, my take on it all is I just hope that if you are trying to, you know, learn how to do things or be more sustainable or, you know, make your home or whatever you want to, you know, reconnect with the land or whatever you want to, however you call it, I just hope that you continue to pursue those dreams or those actions, despite what you might think some people might think, because I think the, the negative aspect, like with most things, it's very, very small and, you know, compared to the positive. Um, it was very, very eye-opening to read some of these. My words of wisdom would just be, you're damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't. And if you have it in you to grow a garden, and that's what you want to do, do it. If you want to tap a tree, do it. Because if you're holding back because you think somebody's going to tell you you're doing it wrong or you're harming the tree, then the person down the road is going to tell you you're harming the earth because you're buying your maple syrup at the store, and that requires packaging and transportation, and you're not tapping your own syrup. So at some point, you just have to throw it all out the window. And realize it's your life. You only get one and do what makes you happy. Yep. And put on the earmuffs and cancel the rest of it out. Yep. Yep. I, yeah. I, I don't really have. I mean, we could talk about this for hours. We won't talk about it for hours because, you know, I, I know for a fact that if you're listening, it probably sparked some maybe conversation with, you know, one of your friends or your family or just within yourself. And, um, I'm happy. And I think that. it is, 
Yeah. And if you know Mandy and I from um, listening, you know, obviously deep into our podcast seasons now or from our Instagram channels, you know, the reason we have these conversations certainly isn't to um, trigger any sort of division or create any hate argumentation or anything like that. Um, The reason that we have sort of these um, philosophical discussions thrown in the mix with mostly our sort of resourceful and how to um, episodes is because we do like to take a look at and examine all facets of homesteading. And sometimes that also includes things that are on the outside looking in and things that are on the inside looking out. And so we hope that today, maybe you gained some new insight. Maybe you listened to some new perspectives, do with it what you will, throw it out the window if you want to. Um, but as always, we thank you for listening and for your time. Thank you all so much. Have a good one. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Homestead Education Podcast. Any relevant material will be put in the show notes. We hope you'll share our episodes and also click that subscribe button. For more information about this podcast, you can visit us on Instagram at Homestead Education Podcast. Angela can be found online at axeandroothomestead.com and on Instagram at axeandroothomestead. Mandy can also be found online at thefarmermandy.com and on Instagram at Wild Oak Farms. We'll see you next time.